All right, welcome. This is we're gonna call this the Whisper Pod. It is the Whisper. The pod. Whisper Whisper Pod. We are on the road on the way to Vegas for the BYU Notre Dame game. Uh, uh, we are in St. George. Shout out my buddy Madsen for letting us stay at his place while he Thanks. babysits his nieces and nephews who are asleep. So we have to be a little quiet. Um, but you know, this is kind of the life of a potter, you know. It is. Like the one who pods, they got the, it's like the minor leagues. If you're on the minor league baseball team, like you might have to sleep on a recliner, you know, for a few months before you get moved to another place, another team, or get upgraded to the couch or something. So, yeah, especially because you make no money. <laughs> like us. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so you might have to crank up your volume button for this episode, but. Dude, Houston has a one-point lead right now as we speak with 18 seconds left. Against who? Against Memphis. Oh, wow. I do not care. They just scored. That was like the last play. Like, they just scored to take the lead. That's insane. Yeah, but there's probably better things to focus on. Like, San Jose State up 7-0 on UNLV. Dude, that's the that's the hard-hitting stuff right there. <laughs> But uh, anyway, we'll move on because we got to make this relatively quick. Yeah. But uh, we're going to do our whisper picks. Whisper. Whisper. Um, all right. So as our listeners know, this past week was not a great week for us. So me and Ben have a chance to redeem ourselves. So I went first last time. You go first this time, Ben. Who you got? Uh, so my first pick is going to be... I am going to go with TCU minus 7 at Kansas for game day. Um, I think that Kansas has been a great story so far. I think they're still a pretty good team. But I think Kansas is a pretty good team that we don't expect much from because it's Kansas. So we're like, oh, they're fantastic in comparison to what they usually are. Whereas I think TCU is like actually really good. So I think TCU wins this game by like a couple touchdowns at least. I could see TCU running away with this and winning by one. Yeah, I probably wouldn't go quite there. I'd probably go TCU by 10. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. like Kansas makes a late run. Um, I think TCU, like they're able to blow Oklahoma out of the water, starts out strong, but then mm-hmm. Kansas is able to combat that and make it somewhat competitive but my gut feeling is that it's going to be too little too late story from kansas so i i like that pick but i want the jayhawks to win but like for the sake of the pick my gut does tell me tcu as well um i'll go i'll go uh another top 25 matchup in death valley tennessee plays LSU. Tennessee's favored by two and a half. I'm going Tennessee. Um, I think Tennessee is just a much better team than LSU is. Uh, I think both defenses are actually pretty solid, but I think it's going to come down to the most obvious players and Hendon Hooker and Jaden Daniels. I think Hendon Hooker's better. I think there's a better offense. And I still think LSU has 
some issues that they are needing to fix. Mm-hmm. I look at LSU four and one. Um, yeah, they're not but that great though. They had a good win against Mississippi State. That's the big one. Otherwise, though, there's nothing there. Yeah, I mean they beat Auburn by four, which that's, isn't really saying much. Say much no. Tennessee, I think, has had a stronger schedule. You know, they played Pitt. Yeah. Um, on the road, beat them. Uh, beat Florida. I just. And again, we've talked about Florida plenty of times, but I just think Tennessee's overall better team. I think Tennessee can win by at least three this game. Yeah, I, you know, I tend to, to agree. I think Tennessee, if I were to be picking this game, I'd say Tennessee wins by three because I think that we're kind of in a look-ahead spot for Tennessee going against Alabama next week Yeah, um, at home. And playing at LSU, which is very dangerous. So that's why I could see LSU keeping it close. But when it really comes down to it, I'm not – I don't think LSU is close to as good as Tennessee. I just think the circumstances of it being in death, a big game in Death Valley, um, especially with Tennessee kind of looking ahead here, that's a spot where they're looking ahead. I think that's where I feel like Tennessee could be susceptible and this is the kind of game that generally Tennessee loses. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I think this Tennessee team's a little different. I think Hendon Hooker is just too good, and I'm I'm gonna guess that Tennessee wins that game by three. So I, I like that pick for you. Um, I think that my second pick will go with. Hmm, there's a lot of good games out here on the board, but I'm gonna go with. As much as I hate to say it, I think Utah minus three and a half here at UCLA. I don't think UCLA brings much of a home field advantage. I don't think UCLA is honestly, like, I think they're a pretty good team, but I think they're like an eight, nine win team. Whereas I think Utah, especially in the Pac-12, they're going to be competing for the Pac-12 title with USC. I think Utah, especially coming off the Washington win, I think Utah, or I mean, I think UCLA could potentially get kind of beat up. I think that's somewhere where Utah's going to have an advantage is physicality. Um, I think Utah's defense is able to kind of rattle and disrupt uh, DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Um, and I think Utah wins comfortably. I'm going to say 10 to 14 points. I hate to agree with you, especially when it comes to Utah. But I... Have to agree. I have to agree. I feel like UCLA had a really good win against Washington last week. That was kind of a weird win. Yeah. Where it just came down to some really clutch plays offensively. They had first downs. UCLA was able to put up points. Um, I think Utah is a better team than Washington. Yeah. And I think Utah had – an impressive defensive display against Oregon State, which might not be saying much because that's Oregon State's biggest weakness is their quarterback play. Yeah, but it was it was a good win at home. I I hate to admit it, but it's true. And I'm a Bruin this weekend, but I think Utah will definitely win uh, by seven mm-hmm. plus. I would yeah. say so. 
Uh, and that's a top 25 matchup, so that will be a fun game to watch as well. So, um, moving on. Man, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of games that could go either way for me. Uh, but I will go. You know what? Uh, let's let's go a little Mountain West action. Mm-hmm. Air Force plays in Logan at Utah State. Air Force is favored by ten and a half. I think Air Force wins by more. I. I probably agree. I just know that Air Force has a very good rushing offense, and there's, you know, they've been able to win comfortably over most teams. Last week they beat Navy by three. Um, probably their most competitive game. Apart, they lost by three to Wyoming. Uh, but I don't think this game is much about how good Air Force is, but I think it's just Utah State struggling right now. And so I'm going to go Air Force covers against Utah State. Gotcha. I think that's a good pick. I'd probably agree with that as well. One that I really like here that I'm going to pick is I have Wisconsin minus 10.5 at Northwestern. Um, Northwestern is, I mean, Wisconsin's not good, but Northwestern is really, really, really bad. I mean, they have their one win against Nebraska and have since lost to Duke, Southern Illinois, Miami of Ohio, and Penn State. Um, whereas Wisconsin, <laughs> Wisconsin's not good. Don't get me wrong. But I think some there will be some juice with Jim Leonard taking over as the interim coach with Paul Chris being fired. Um, I think, you know, when you look at it at a talent aspect, I think – I think Wisconsin should be able to blow them out. And the fact that it's kind of just sitting there at 10 and a half um, made it appealing enough for me to go with Wisconsin in this situation. So I'm going with the Badgers. What was the spread on that? 10 and a half. Yeah, I think the score will be like 34-10. If I was going to say 13 to three or like 14 to three. So yeah. Wisconsin still covers, but she's low scoring. Cause I'd be surprised if Northwestern puts up double digits. Yeah, points. Too. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll move to my third pick again. I'm going with a game. That's not going to be probably what's well watched or like, no one's going to be really watching this game unless you're a fan of one of these two teams. Uh, but I'm going with shout out our boys at JMU, the JMU Dukes. Uh, they play at Arkansas State. Uh, JMU's favored by 11. I'm going to say they win by more than that. Um, Arkansas State has a pretty good quarterback. He's thrown for a lot, James Blackman. He's thrown for over 1,200 yards in their five games. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I don't really see much of a much of a threat in Arkansas State. They they played Ohio State and they played Memphis. They actually played Memphis pretty well. They they only lost by 12 mm-hmm. to Memphis. Um, but I, I 
again, this is not necessarily like an Arkansas State as it is more JMU was just good. And I think JMU rolls over them and in their first year in FBS at 5-0 and become ranked. That's my prediction. I love it. Um, I think for my fourth pick here, I'm going to be staying in the Big Ten. Um, I'm going to be going with Illinois covering a four-point spread against Iowa. I think Illinois wins this game by a touchdown. Illinois has got a really good, solid running game. Um, they showed out against Virginia, really crushed them. Not that that says much because Virginia's terrible. But I think Illinois is pretty good. I think Iowa's not very good. Um, I like Illinois in this spot to improve to 5-1 and one and uh, cover that four-point spread. I remember watching Illinois in their first game of the season. I think it was week zero mm. against Wyoming. Mm-hmm. I remember like they beat Wyoming pretty good. But I was like, man, Illinois just does not look good. And then they lose to Indiana. I didn't watch that game, but I was like, okay, yeah, that's more, that's more like Illinois. But then, yeah, showed out against UVA and then dismantled Wisconsin yeah. at Camp Randall. Uh, so there's a part of me that's like, still like, I just don't see Illinois as like a powerhouse for a football team. I'm not saying that yeah. you said that or think that, but yeah, what I'm trying also to also not a powerhouse. Iowa. <laughs> They're certainly not a powerhouse. They're definitely not a powerhouse. But I just, to me, Illinois has always been just not good. And I think it's okay for me to admit that they're actually pretty decent. Yeah. Um, and I get excited about teams that are bad and then become good. But I still <laughs> legitimately think that Illinois is is solidly better than Iowa at this point. Yeah, and Chase Brown is good. Yeah, he's very good. And literally, I think they're smart at Illinois. Um, yeah, I think Billima is the better coach. Yeah, Billima's like, you know what? We don't really have a quarterback. So we're just so going to run. Let's just run it. And it seems to work. So I, 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 I'm a fan of that pick as well. Yeah. Um, so my fourth pick, I'm going to do it because because it's my gut. Or is it? I just lost it. Pitt plays Virginia Tech. Pitt's favored by 14 and a half. I think Pitt wins by more. Really? Yeah, I just don't. I think you're probably right. I just don't think tech is all that good as we've seen. No, I think they're I think the question is are they bad or are they really, really bad? Like I just think they've only like their their offense is just it's dreadful. Bad and I don't think Slovis is all that great. No. But they're still pretty good. Yeah. I, I think they're just much better than tech. Yeah. Um, and the games, the games in Pittsburgh, I think um, Virginia Tech needs to clean house as far as their athletes. Obviously, it's a prize first year. And I think it's going to take yeah. some time for development, but 
They've been disappointingly bad. Like we knew they'd be bad, but they've been disappointingly bad. I think they're. I would be lying if I said I expected much better from them this year. There's just no talent there. There really isn't. Justin Fuente left it in a really bad position because he recruited very poorly and rec- and developed even worse. Yeah. Um. So I think Pry Brent Pry has get, been given, you know, a lot on his plate. I think it was a little much to expect anything from them their first year, and I don't think anyone really was expecting much from them. But I think they're they're definitely a little worse than people think. Um. But yeah, I tend to agree. I think Pitt bounces back, especially they kind of had an embarrassing loss against Georgia Tech that just fired Jeff Collins last week. So I think they're going to bounce back. Yeah, and I just think um, Virginia Tech offensively is just one of the ugliest teams to watch yep. in the country. I think hit wins like 31 to 16 or like a 35 to 16 kind of game. Yeah. So, all right. I'm with you. And I think I'm going to conclude by staying in the ACC and having Miami minus three and a half against UNC. Um, Miami has certainly been disappointing lately. Their last game was middle Tennessee state, which I think they are going to be able to battle back from, um, both of these teams have a lot of talent, four stars, five stars, high three stars, but both of which are just not very good teams. Um, I trust that Miami has a better coaching staff than UNC. I think UNC has a, um, I mean, on the offensive, offensive side of the ball, they have good coaching, but their defense is horrendous. Um, you know, we saw how they, Notre Dame looks like a team that can't score. And they're able to do whatever they wanted against UNC. I think Miami will be similar. They've struggled, but Tyler Van Dyke is talented. Um, Josh Gaddis, their offensive coordinator, who was the coordinator of the year last year for Michigan, um, I think they figure something out, especially Mario Cristobal as well as the head coach, who I think is a better head coach right now, easily by Mac Brown. Um, I think I like Miami to win by a touchdown. I'd say 31-24. I think Miami, although they get all this hype every year, yeah, and they always disappoint. Never live up to it. But I do think, I do think they're a much better team than what they're showing. Yeah, I think Um, so too. There's at least some sort of upside, whereas I feel as if UNC, there's, I just feel like they're legitimately not good, whereas I feel like Miami is just not living up to their potential. Even though both yeah. have talent. Well, I will say there's a good system offensively at UNC. Like for Drake, sure. Drake may, I mean, he's literally passed for almost 1,600 yards, mm-hmm. has 19 touchdowns, one interception. Yeah, he is fantastic. Um, they're going to be able to put up points against Miami. It's just, is UNC's defense so bad that Miami can get in a groove, find a rhythm kind of like Notre Dame did? And I think. I think that's the case. I I agree. Because I think they're more talented offensively than Notre Dame is. I, a I, much better quarterback. I Tyler would Van Dyke is as well. a million times better than Drew Pine. Yeah. So. All right, nice. And that was your last one. Yeah, my last one. I'm debating between two right now. Um, I'm going to go with my instinct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas State goes to Ames, Iowa play Iowa State. 
Kansas State is favored by a point. I say Iowa State wins. Oh, really? I think uh, I think first of all, unlike UCLA, home field advantage matters in the Big 12 for sure. I really like the running back, I forgot his first name, Jarrell Brock out of Iowa State. Um, not that Kansas State is bad, but I think they're kind of on a high right now. And my guess is that my – I feel like Iowa State's just always a trap game. <laughs> it doesn't matter how good or how bad they are. If you go into Iowa State, you always have a chance at losing. I feel like Kansas State's just at the perfect point where – they would lose this game. I mean, they've had really good wins these past couple of weeks, beating Oklahoma and then beating Texas Tech. Uh, one of which was on the road in Norman, but I don't really have much of an analysis. Uh, but I... Like like we always talk about, I'm the gut feeling guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, it's worked out for me so far. I'm going to go Iowa State wins this game. So, go Cyclones. There we go. I could see that going either way. I kind of like your pick for sure, though. I think I probably would have leaned in that direction as well. But Thanks, yeah, that's, man. That's all I have. Yeah, let's... Uh... Let's do our NFL locks of the week. Oh, that's right. And then that will wrap up. Oh, wait, hold on. Should we talk about BYU game, though? Yeah. I feel like that's because there's there's that game and there's one other game or two other games I wanted to talk about. So let's talk about these two other games first. There's – because I was going to pick uh the Florida State NC State game. NC State's favored by three and a half. Mm-hmm. And it's in Raleigh. I could see Florida State coming out with the win. I really? could see it. I think Florida State, you know, they just lost to Wake. Uh I think they get up for this game against NC State. Um I don't think NC State's gonna quite bring the energy like Florida State will. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they has a chance to be a top 15 team in NC State. Uh, I've been an NC State hater, though, this whole season. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ride that train because I'm in too deep. Yeah. Um, and they haven't done a ton to prove that opinion wrong. Yeah, well, I mean. They've done nothing to actually prove that opinion wrong. Yeah, I mean, they had an okay win against Texas Tech, which was at home. Um, they had a game that they probably should have lost in ECU against ECU, you know, and they played Clemson better than I thought they would, but they just proved that they're okay, that they're pretty good, but, but yet somehow they're 14th, but yeah, uh, I, I, I could see, uh, Jordan Travis balling out this game. He has a big game. I I could see see that as well. Uh, so there's that game, and then there was Wazoo at U- USC. I thought was interesting. Uh, I think USC wins, but I think Wazoo makes it pretty close. I would probably pick Wazoo to cover. That's USC minus thirteen. Uh-huh. 
I think USC wins by 10, 10 to 13, I'd say. Yeah, I'd kind of guess that would be in that similar ballpark. But, again, Caleb Williams has not at all impressed me. Um, obviously, Jordan Addison is amazing. And Travis Dye. Again, I can't stand the fact that Travis Dye is a running back who doesn't wear gloves with, like, bare hands. That's always bothered me, even when he was at Oregon. But, like, they have the talent, but I feel like they should be dominating more than they have. Um, I think Washington State, in a similar fashion, like Florida State at NC State, I think Washington State gets up for this game. <laughs> they bring the energy. Uh, they're pumped up to play a big-time team, big-time brand mm-hmm. in USC. And I feel like Washington State has nothing to lose, and that mentality is very dangerous for a team like USC. Yeah, no, I'm with you. So, uh, I think – Let's talk about let's talk the game that we're going to tomorrow. Yeah. Real quick. I feel like we can't not talk about it. Um I'll, sorry, I've been I know I've been talking a lot these past few minutes, but I'll uh, I'll just say I think BYU has had a better season than Notre Dame so far. Mm-hmm. Don't think anyone's arguing that. Nope. BYU's ranked, Notre Dame is not. Okay. Yep. The game's in Vegas, which geographically favors BYU, even though it's a quote-unquote home game for Notre Dame. I think there's a good amount of fans that show up. I think it's it's pretty even, but I, 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 I would even lean towards BYU kind of 60-40. As far as stadium capacity? Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I just don't see it. I'll see it. I'll believe it when I see it. I just don't see Notre Dame. Bringing the same. It's Notre Dame, though. Yeah, but and it's Vegas. I guess it's an excuse for them to go to Vegas. I guess it's true, but what I will say is BYU has had really good luck playing at Allegiant Stadium. Yep, or playing in Vegas, and so I, I'm hopeful on that. Uh, Except for that that Utah Bowl game, the last game that Brock. Oh, game. that's right. But even then, that game was. Close. It was close, and it shouldn't have been. It was very fluky. A lot of things went Utah's way. Um, well, that's a whole other yeah, story. Yeah. But I will – and then, so that's, that, those are all the external factors and the internal factors. Notre Dame is a great defense. BYU has a good offense. Yeah. BYU has a good passing offense, I should say. Yeah. Their, rush, their rushing game has been pretty non-existent. And I think teams know that. Yep. And I think BYU will still try to run the ball, and it might work. Yep. Uh, might not. Um, but Notre Dame just has good defense, and Jaron Hall is going to be tested, and so will our receivers. But I'm confident we'll be able to get some points up. This is the most healthy our offense is going to be all year. Yeah. And so – This is going to be the first time I think that we have our whole receiving room. We should – which I'm is sure scary. I'm sure they'll surprise Which, us by being like, hey, none of our wide receivers are playing, actually. Yeah, I would not be surprised, honestly. Puka um, should be playing. Gunner should be playing. Chase Roberts should be playing. But Keanu Hill, yeah. I think similarly, though, to the Notre Dame-UNC game, I think BYU's offense will score. Notre Dame defense will get stops. Yeah. I think 
the noting defense, BYU offense will each do their thing. Mm -hmm. But the real tragedy is Notre Dame's offense, which isn't isn't all that great. Drew Pine is not not even close to the same level as Jaron Hall. Yeah. But BYU's defense, and, you know, as a BYU fan, I'm biased. I really believe BYU has good athletes. You know, Notre Dame probably has, quote unquote, like better athletes. Yeah, they definitely do. You know, it's a bigger brand, obviously. Um, yeah, higher rate of recruits. Yeah, it's just how it goes. But I feel like BYU has athletes that can compete. But yeah. you can only compete when you have good schemes. I've talked about schemes a lot on our podcast. Yeah. And BYU's rush defense is atrocious. And it's not a secret anymore. It's not that it was a secret before. I think it just wasn't as well known. But mm-hmm. these past few games have been horrendous to watch. Yep. And I think a lot of BYU fans are very frustrated with personnel, coaching personnel. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I don't want to get too much into it, but basically our rush defense, something needs to change. And Notre Dame's going to expose that. I think Notre Dame's going to run the ball a lot because, again, Drew Pine is not much of a threat. Nope. Passing-wise. And so uh, they're going to try to run the ball on us, and I'm scared. I, I'm, I'm yeah. scared that uh, that I think we're the better team. Uh-huh. I'm scared that Notre Dame's going to out-coach us. Yeah. The one thing that we have going in our favor is – there isn't necessarily evidence that Notre Dame's coaches can coach at any point. That's fair. I think Freeman is still – We don't has, know what he is. He still has some training wheels and still has yeah. some tweaks. He's a good defensive coach. Yeah, which and it shows. Yeah. They have good defense. And they recruit very well. Um, and their defensive coordinator, Al Golden, he used to be the head coach of Temple – Head coach of Miami a while back. He was the, the tight ends coach at D, uh, for the Detroit Lions. He, he was he the defensive coordinator. For rocks UVA. the shirt and tie. Yeah, defensive coordinator for UVA at one point. Um, he, I think, is a decent defensive coordinator. I believe he's a defensive coordinator. It would be really embarrassing if he's not. Um, and then Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator, I know that a lot of – That makes fans. sense. Tommy Reese is the – Offensive coordinator because Tommy Reese was not very good at offense, and now he's coordinating a team that's not very good at offense. Yeah, so that makes just, sense. It is Al Golden who's the defense coordinator, but yeah, Tommy Reese is not a very good offensive coordinator. Um, I think that yeah, it really comes down to can BYU stop the run? Um, they're able to against Baylor, but for some reason weren't able to play to do it later because. I think we live in a world where our defensive coordinator just has to put one to two good games together, and that's all he needs to do. And I think that's to all. To keep his job. And I think that's the the extent of the effort he puts into his job. I, it just blows my mind that we never stack the box. We very no. rarely – when we blitz, we send four. That's a blitz to NBYU's defensive yes. playbook. And – you know, Ben, you've said this before. We'll we'll just finish these thoughts and then we'll get to our NFL locks of the week. And then, and then, and then. We'll wrap up, yeah. Uh, 
But you said, like, what's the difference between dropping four back on defense and dropping eight? They still get BYU still gives up so many yards when they drop eight. It's It's a lot. It's a lot of like three man rush and then zone coverage, but it's very soft zone coverage. It feels like a lot of the time, and it feels like guys are just open. Because it's, they have so much time. It doesn't matter if there's four guys running around with eight guys covering them. If you ha- if they have a lot of time to run around, they'll get open. Yeah, it doesn't and, matter how many guys there are. And uh, and I'm not scared of Drew Pine. Again, no. if Drew Pine beats us because he's balling out, Fine. like, yeah, that's frustrating. Fine. I accept that. But if Notre Dame wins because they just run the ball over and over, they just keep running us over. Mm-hmm. That's frustrating. So, yeah. um, but obviously, we'll see. I'm hopeful BYU can win. Um, I think this is going to be a huge game for Notre Dame in terms of their season. Notre Dame, they've had two weeks to prepare for BYU. Um, and yeah, it's in Vegas. It's going to be a fun game. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. What is your prediction as to what happens? Uh, Just give me a score. We've already talked about why why it will go one way or another. But I BYU thirty, Notre Dame twenty four. I'm gonna go Notre Dame thirty one, BYU twenty four. I mean, I'm honestly, just, I, I respect I would, it. I would not at all be surprised. I have my BYU goggles on, and I can't take them off, and I, I won't take them I off. I will not be surprised if we win this game that we win through to 24, as you say. But with that being said, I just think that Notre Dame has the potential. It's like I, But the reason for BYU to think BYU wins is just assuming they'll go back to what they did against Baylor. Yeah. Because if they play the way they played the last three weeks, they won't win. Um, but I just kind of have just this image in my head of Notre Dame controlling the game because they're able to just run the ball for five, six, seven yards wow. every play. I um, and I can't unsee that. I, I That's literally going with I game. see that as well, which but I yeah. won't admit it. Okay. You know, I'm not going to admit it. I enough. see us being. And this doesn't count. Oh, We're just, yeah. you know, throw up spitballing. I see us being openly frustrated and having Notre Dame fans, like, agree with us. Yes. They're like, yeah, like, you guys should be frustrated. Why aren't they doing that? Yeah. So that'll be fun. But anyway, let's wrap up with our locks of the week. Sounds good. Um, You go first. I went first with the college picks. I, I found the easiest one ever, and I really hope you don't take it. <laughs> I I think I will because <laughs> I think I know exactly what it is. Titans over Commanders. <laughs> that was so easy. Titans minus two. two. Titans the minus Commanders two are like the worst team ever, <laughs> and the Titans are good. I know that. I I saw that. I I was gonna go with another game that was gonna be very risky, and then I saw. Titans, Commanders, and I said, "Wow, that's my lock of the week." Because <laughs> it's a lock. I might, I might, I might bet all my savings on that. We're, yeah, we're like, going to be in Vegas, dude. We should. Yeah. So, um, right, your lock of the week. Cool. Well, that definitely was going to be mine. So let me just take one more quick look at it and find it. Um, 
So this one I feel far less confident in it. This is a hard week. Yeah. Besides that game, that was it is atrocious. I think my lock of the week is going to be. I am going with Giants plus eight against the Packers. Mm. I just think the Giants lose by like a touchdown because Brian Dable's a good coach and they're able to keep it close. Yeah. Kind of like the Patriots did. Yeah, that was last week. That's that was all. up there for me. My my surprise lock. Jets plus three and a half over the uh, Dolphins. Over the Dolphins. That's my I think I think you had Bridgewater. Um, not Tua. Mm-hmm. Not that Bridgewater's bad. And yeah, they have Waddle and Tyree Kill, but Jets have a good defense. They're young. Yeah. But they have good DBs. And I think they um I think Jets play very well against the Dolphins in a very important AFC East game. So yeah. But that's my surprise log. But Titans over commanders all day. So yeah. Anyway, that's it with us. Thanks for listening to our Whisper podcast episode. Mm-hmm. And go kooks. We're in Vegas. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.